to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about relationships and why I think relationships are key in a values-based business. So let's dive in. In business, a traditional business is often viewed or built on or based around a transactional nature between humans. So businesses, of course, well, I imagine maybe there are some businesses out there that aren't human to human, but businesses generally are human to human. And a traditional business takes a very transactional view of that relationship. Like it's not even looked at a relationship, but it's an opportunity for a transaction. So, you know, you provide the service, somebody pays you money. When you're working with a coach, they provide the service, you pay the money. When you're working with staff, they provide the service, you provide the money. Um, When you're working with, um, you know, other people in your business, collaborators, referring agents, you know, so you, you provide, they provide the referral, you provide the service, you know, and then you maybe send back a letter or whatever it might be. So it's very transactional. It's like, this is, I do this and you do this. And there's all these steps and a dance and all these things. But, yeah, it's really transactional and it really does take the relationship out of that human-to-human interaction. And so I really think that relationships, I think they're a values-based business and the business of a culture and a society, a, a way of being that is actually rooted in how humanity, on rehumanizing, um, on, on maintaining and respecting and honoring and bringing to the table your full version of you as a human and the, the other person at the other side of the table, their full version, themselves, their full humanness creates, um, needs to be held in relationship and in a relational kind of interaction, not a transactional interaction. So to me, um, businesses and a values-based business particularly, but I really think any business that I want to be involved in or interacting with is a one that is based on relationships, that is relational. So let's talk about how that comes into play and some ways you can think about that, um, about getting started around that. So the first and most obvious relationship in business, in your business, is with the humans that you want to support, the humans you want to work with, the people, maybe you call them clients, customers, patients, depending on where you're at. I call them humans. Um, And it's around building a relationship with those people, with the humans you want to work with, so that they actually have um, there's something to actually base your work together on. So rather than your work together even being transactional, it's actually relational. It's relationship-based. And that starts way back before you even meet people. It starts with the messaging that you put out on social media, if you have a podcast or a blog or other kind of content creation. And it's actually like in a reverse engineer, one of the ways you can think about how to create content or what should you be sharing is thinking about what is what are the ways that you can build relationship and not in a way of like let's build relationships so that we can get clients to work with us but how can you build relationship how you can you offer value how can you solve problems for people how can you answer their questions 
So just like if you had a human being, a client sitting opposite you in a clinic room, how would you build your relationship with that? And we know like, you know, if you think back to our, our uni training, establishing rapport, it's it's more than lip service though. It's not just the old, oh, how's the weather or that real like, you know, um, trite kind of trope around building rapport. It's, it's true. It's building rapport and it's true building like that true building of relationships. So what is what are the ways that you interact? Like how do you build that relationship? So it starts in that very early days. And then of course it starts when you actually are engaging with people, when you're talking to people. Now, I suppose something also to keep in mind, particularly when we're interacting with other people in relationships and, and relational, is really important to get clear on your boundaries around that. So building relationships with people doesn't mean that you have to, you know, um, compromise your own boundaries and your own well-being. And we'll talk a little bit about, bit about your relationship to yourself because that's an important one as well. So the humans you want to work with, how do you build relationships? It starts when you start signalling to them that you have this service, that you do this thing that you have the answer to this question or that you can provide a perspective on that on that question or on that issue, on that problem. It can continue into your DMs or into email conversation. And, of course, it, it comes out in your relationship with how you work with those humans. And building relationships, one of the most you know powerful ways you can create an experience and value for the humans you work with is based in, embedded in that relational aspect. So versus, rather than, and, and you know, I know that this is something pretty obvious for dietitians and other healthcare and helping professionals because we can't provide our services without building a relationship. It can't be purely transactional, you know, we're not just providing a goods, like, you know, a, a physical good, we're providing a service and without relationship and without that relational aspect, you won't get it. And that's why models like, you know, the the private practice, the really the short sessions, bulk billing things, you know, 30 minute, 20 minute sessions um, can never really be, can never actually meet the goals that we want around providing value and, and, and care because you can't build a relationship with somebody in 20 minute blocks. You know, you can't build that relationship and to anchor your services in and to anchor your supporting. You can't hold space well, you can. I mean, you can do your best. Of course, you can. If and if you're tired, and if that's the space you're in, um, you know, you do your best within that. But it's it's pretty hard to build that relationship and to build a relational interaction with your clients in those kind of situations. Um, we won't go on a tangent on my um, rant against that kind of um, system that dietitians are pushed into. If if you find yourself in that system, then you do your best with what you've got. But I'd absolutely encourage you to look at other ways of working that support you as a whole human and the humans you work with as whole humans too. So the humans you work with are the first relationship. The other part of relationship is the humans that you collaborate with, other health professionals, maybe it's people who refer to you, maybe it's other dietitians that you refer on to because the humans that you're interacting with, you you know, you, you don't have, um, they don't, they're not your, uh, the people you help, they don't, they're maybe people reaching out to you and they need somebody else to be referred on to. So it could be that. It could just be people that you just really believe in what the services and the ways of working that they that they offer. Um, it could be people collaborating with people that offer um, services that you know would really support the humans that you want to work with, um, really support them where they are and on their kind of with their goals. So in the non-diet space, you know, some really, um, as dietitians, some really obvious collaborators might be might be doctors if you work particularly in ED, um, eating disorder territory, and you want to, you'd probably want to have pretty good collaboration and relationships with a team, a doctor and a psych, um, to create that safe, best kind of, um, well, 
the opportunity for the clients, the humans you're working with, to be supported um, across all those areas. Um, it could be if you're working in um, the non-diet space, it could be people um, could be creating relationships or with collaborators around body image. Um, so people who work and support people to um, work on their body image or to, you know, to work around that. Um, it could be around people like psychologists, counsellors, therapists that support people around their relationship to food, support people around trauma, um, because that can come up, of course, um, in our work with the humans we work with. It could be around people who work in the movement space. So people who um, uh, provide, you know, um, non-diet, non-diet culture embedded movement options, people who um, use movement options that encourage embodiment and awareness of interoceptive um, cues and things like that. It could be people who provide services that support your clients to manage their stress, around mindfulness. It could be anything. It could be it could be anything. So collaborators, think wide, think far, and think about how you can build relationships with these humans doing cool things. And again, not doing it with a view of like, well, if I do this, then they'll give me X referrals or that I'll get this out of it. But literally just as a way of thinking, well, hey, these are the humans I want to work with as far as the clients. And then what do they need to support them? And going out and looking for other professionals and people providing those services and bringing them into your community. It supports the humans you want to work with. It builds a relationship there. It shows you as a resource space where they can have their get the support they need and it also um you know it it, it it builds relationships with those people that you're collaborating with and will that lead to referrals might that lead to other things yeah potentially it could but it's doing it from that opportunity to build relationships or from that perspective and building relationships is just so powerful um and building relationships isn't so much about you know that getting something out of it but just because humans thrive in community and connection and as a dietitian you know we as dietitians we're trained you've been trained probably to work in a multidisciplinary type team to work in those kind of um collaborating spaces and when you're in non when you're in private practice or in your own business as an entrepreneur particularly if you're working online or spaces like that it can feel a little bit isolating and it's easy to miss the team to miss the that support and so you can create your own you can build relationships and build your own support team for the humans you work with and for yourself having other people you know even having peers other dietitians you can refer to um, if people kind of come outside your wheelhouse but also providing you know having networks and and peers where you can debrief um, and again that's a relational based thing not a dumping you know not a one-sided transactional hey I just need to dump all this out on you but it's building those relationships to create that and so you have those relationships to support you but also to support the humans you want to work with so building that with collaborators um, and I really consider other dietitians in there particularly I don't view other dietitians as competition I think that we have so much more strength when we can collaborate and look I don't think if you are building your relationships and your business through your values I think it's the only space that you get to really because people can't people aren't competition um you're a different you're a unique individual with your values and they're a unique individual with their values and you're both showing up to support humans that resonate with you both and they'll be different people so thinking about how you can um, build those relationships and also how you can add benefit to other people's community and go out there and offer to to 
talk in someone's community, to talk on someone's podcast or to um, have somebody come over onto your IG and do a, do, a, do a joint live together, to talk to maybe it's working like if you're a non-diet dietitian, maybe it's working with a yoga instructor or a mindfulness um, mindfulness therapist around running joint workshops together that, that benefit both your communities and you're building relationships to add value to yours and their community and also just to you to build that interdisciplinary kind of team that, you know, we all thrive better in. The other part, um, the other kind of people that might be in your team may not necessarily be kind of collaborators from that kind of point of view, people you collaborate with, but your support crew. So potentially that could be staff. So if you employ other dietitians or you employ a VA or you employ people to, um, you know, like a podcast editor or people like that. So how do you build relationships with them? It could be mentors or coaches. Peers could come in here too um, around, they could be your support, people that you um, work with, that you debrief, you know, that maybe you're in a mastermind or a mentorship with. It's also any behind the scenes people that create a hold space for you to do your thing. And so creating that real relationship there, it's again, moving away from that transactional, like what do you offer and, and I pay for this and that's kind of the extent of it, but building those relationships and it, it creates um it creates the space to act into your values, to show up in your values. Because when we're looking at our values, there's we have our values, right? We have the way we want to show up. And then we have the spaces or the places, the areas that we value in our life, the, the ways, they're the places we show up in our values. So for example, you show up in your values, in your family, in your relationships, and so in your business, in those um, kind of like settings. They're the settings for where the values play out and your relationships to um, people across these areas of your business, but particularly with people who support you, who hold your space. Maybe it's somebody like, you know, I work at the moment um, from home. I've got my littlest bubba, and I've actually got somebody now coming in to support me to hang out with him for a few hours in the mornings, um, a couple of times a week, so I can get some work done and do other things. And so it's about building relationships with that person. For me, it's not that transactional, right? You come in here, one, because of course they're interacting in my family and they're having a relationship with my kids which is um you know pretty important but just because I want to run a business and interact with people in a non-extractive way in a way where we all um you know one of my values is um conservation and wise use of resources for myself and my community and the environment and so people who I'm in relationship with I consider part of my community so I want to be looking at a conservation and wise use of resources for them as well as for me and so it's really being respectful of that and really building those relationships to have the space to live into that value, um, which is around that, around seeing the resources that people are not looking at people as a resource, but knowing that all humans, you know, we have certain capacity and certain limited resources, respecting that um, and supporting people to, to use that in a way that benefits that supports them as well as supporting me. And so that's where that relationship is so important within your support crew. And finally, the place that I want to talk about relationship, which is often overlooked, possibly always overlooked potentially, is your relationship with yourself. It's building a way of working in your business that supports you to strengthen your relationship with yourself inside your business, but also outside your business. Because if you're 
not centering your relationship with yourself in your business, then you might not have enough to offer outside your business, that it might be burning you out. Um, you, it's finding a way of working that allows you to meet your needs, your financial needs, your physical needs, your mental and your emotional needs, creating a space for you to flourish in relationship with yourself and in your business. And so your relationship with yourself, it's it's creating, it's basing how you operate your business in a way that respects you, <laughs> that respects you, that allows you to flourish, that allows you to move towards your values and move towards your definition, your version of success. And if you haven't redefined your own version of success, then don't forget to check out episode 11 where I talked about redefining success or how you define success. So finding that way of working that honours your relationship with yourself and doesn't actually um, extract from that, doesn't actually extract from you as a as a, as a resource, but actually um, values and respects the resources that you have to offer for yourself in your own business. And so it's really important part of business, and I, I've talked about it before, but a human-centred business has to centre the human who runs the business too. It's not just about the people outside of you that you're in relationship with. It's about you and possibly most importantly about your relationship to yourself um, and how you actually take care of that in your business, how you create a business where you can take care of yourself um, and you make sure that you are centred in your business, that you are not just the person, you know, that's the last on the list or the person that's the afterthought, that you actually are your you. And if you are running a values-based business, your values don't just extend out from you, they extend back to you. And sometimes even including you in your values. And so, you know, I was just saying before about one of my values being a wise use of resources for myself, my community and the environment. I've included myself particularly in there, explicitly in there to remind myself that my value around a wise use of resource, a conservation, a wise use of resource has to extend to me too. I am valuable in that um, space. And, and like I was saying before, you know, your values, um, are you acting to your values in the spaces that you value, you need to be valuing yourself. And you need to be valuing that relationship with others, but also with yourself and creating the space for that to happen as a starting point, not as an afterthought. So that is where I think um, why, well, you know, I think relationships are important because humans flourish and thrive in community and connection. Our culture kind of has a narrative around this real individualistic independence kind of space. And, you know, for myself personally, that was a really a value that I had to dis entangle myself from um for a long time when i would do values exercises one of the values that would come up would be independence and autonomy and it took a lot of i suppose digging and scratching around to really realize that that was an external based value that was um, a cultural value that i was living in that was a case of like whose value and if you um haven't checked out the episode i did i'll drop that in the show notes around whose values um to how to kind of to dig into that um and it's not that i don't i don't think um i do like to work autonomously i do like to set my own directions i do like to have that i also like to then bring it back to connection to others and bring it back to community and as a minimum bring it back to that connection to myself and so i think that's something that got lost for me in that striving for independence and autonomy was even being not independent of myself because that would be strange but not actually embedding that independence and autonomy within my relationship to myself. And so for me, 
I've personally moved away from that as a value and I'm not saying that you have to but it's about just really questioning where that comes from humans are built to thrive in community and connection that doesn't mean you can't have independence and autonomy as value I don't mean that at all but it's just an opportunity to really think about yeah um, the relationships that you're building where they are and how um, how your business when it's based in relationships when it's based in that relational aspect how does that move you towards your values? Um, and for me, and I know for many of the dietitians that I've worked with, and for most business owners, building values-based business based in relational, like in relationships, based on that relational aspect, actually will move you towards your values nine times out of ten. Um, unless your values are around power, <laughs> influence, um, like, you know, exerting over, you know, that kind of power over model. Um, you know, there are certain sets of values, I suppose, that would not <laughs> foster, would not move you towards, um, would not see relationships as a centering. But if you have, um, if you're listening along here, I'm guessing, I'm just going to take a hunch and think that your values are not embedded in that very individualistic, um, extractive power over definition of uh, yeah, running a business. So I want to leave you with that. I want to um, encourage you to think about that, those relationships, if nothing else, as a minimum, your relationship with yourself in your business and just encourage you to, to reflect, like where could you start building relationships? Where could you build relationships more? Is, is it really helpful for you around creating and planning content to think about how can I build relationships with the humans I want to work with? Is it, in, is it um, would it be helpful to start thinking about what kind of, who you could build relationships with, who you'd like to collaborate with to bring extra value to the humans you want to work with or to bring value to other people's communities? Um, and what about the relationships with your support crew, your mentors, your peers, the people that hold space and create space for you? And of course, like I said, even as a minimum, though I think it's the maximum, um, is building that relationship with yourself and creating a way of working that that allows you to meet your needs and allows you to flourish or whatever your definition of success might be. So I'll leave you with that. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this and I'd love to build a relationship with you um, in conversation back over at Dietitian Values on Instagram. Come over to the podcast episode post and drop in there which did this resonate for you and which area do you feel like you want to start focusing on your strengthening and growing your relationships with the humans you want to work with the collaborators your support crew or with yourself where which area do you know um, needs the most work or which area do you want to kick off on okay i'll leave you with that and until next time bye for now much for listening i really appreciate you and the time you've given to me if you like what you heard please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice want more like this come follow along and continue the combo on instagram where i hang out at dietitian values i'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect have a good one catch you next time on the dietitian values podcast the dietitian values podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the nambri and Ngunnawal people i pay my respects to the elders past present and emerging